comics, movies, music, video games, technology, Blu-ray, television. This is the HHW LOD Podcast Network. The world we know is gone. No internet, no GPS, no text messages, no podcasts. In a world ruled by the dead, we are finally forced to start living. Listening to Fear, the Walking Dead TV podcast, episode 204, for season 3, episode 11 of Fear the Walking Dead, entitled La Serpiente. I'm your host, Craig DeMonda. Join with me this evening, Mr. Aaron Newerth. Hey, I'm back here. This show, it's here. Yay. Yeah. <laughs> You're literally not phoning it in. You got a brand new mic. You sound amazing. All right, coming to us from the West Coast. So you're just freaky fresh joining us again, huh, Aaron? Yeah, I'm fresh off watching the second episode of The Orville, so I'm super excited to talk about things that are funny again. How awesome is that show? Come on, it's good, right? I haven't watched this one yet. As I I put on Twitter, it's definitely a show that will have an episode next week. (laughs) And as as I also mentioned on Twitter, it is definitely a show that appeared on television. (laughs) Also joining us, Mr. Richard Chubtoad Sheldon. Now, Madison, no matter what, you're going to do right by those kids. Because so you do for family. <laughs> Who else is tired of hearing about her and them damn family and kids and <laughs> Me? I'm the only one? Because that seems to be her hate. go-to, like, greatest hit. There's a lot of hate on the Facebook group, too, man. I don't think you're the only one right now, that's for sure. Ooh. So, a lot of hate all around. Yeah. So, we also have Mr. Daryl Taylor. But let me tell you something. When you're a bad parent, <laughs> don't blame yourself. Kids is going to be who they're going to be. So are you just channeling Strand tonight? Is that what you're going to do? You're just it's gonna... all about all your mistakes don't matter. <laughs> the show like could it. be terrible. It's all right. The show's all right. It's all going to work out in the end. Just channel it. Channel it, man. I love it. And Mr. Jim Dietz. Uneasy lies the head that wears the crown, baby. We have a... Baby, baby. We have a saying where I come from. Don't bite the hand that feeds you. You know, baby, baby. look, look, imi- imitation I, I, is the I, highest form of flattery. Come? You guys must have missed Strand because I did. I like seeing Strand. Oh, all right, I, this I is fine. The hell out of oh, Strand. totally. That's but I, but like, I don't know. The two lines I just said are like the most cliched things I could possibly think of. <laughs> <laughs> don't cry over spilt milk, baby. That's right. That's right, baby. Look <laughs> before you leave. Just pour another glass. If, if anyone can console Maddie, it, it's good old Victor, right? They they have a yeah. little, they got a little bond, you know. They they shared some scotch together. They got a little, you know, they got a little something, a little, little bond there. She would have done the same for him, right? 
Well, uh, that's what she says. I don't know, man. That's what she, <laughs> says. Uh, that's what she says. I don't. I don't know if she's family. Like you know, in the in the other show, Rick Rick told Daryl, "Hey, you're my brother. You're you're family." You know, like I, exactly. I, I, I didn't see Madison ever say it straight was family. I mean, you know, uh, she even though she did risk a lot, he saved her family. And, and, and Craig, I can tell you've been working on your Rick imitation in the off season. Good oh, man. I'm getting getting ready, man. I'm getting ready. I can't I, wait. Um, yeah, I I. I rewatched the first season of The Walking Dead. Um, <laughs> well, because I so I asked a question on the Facebook page a little while ago of what's the best season of The Walking Dead? Because I was very curious because I was I was thinking about that the other day and I was like I don't have an answer for that offhand that I like go to. And a lot of people said the first season. Now so I was very curious about that, so I watched it because it's only six episodes. And I'll say this: it's a tight season of television. Like they get a lot done in six episodes. I was I was pretty impressed. I think it has its issues, but it's a, it's a, it's a good, solid television season. And, and I, I feel it's the best season. If you were, guys would, remember, we, we we rated our favorite episodes. Maybe it was that's a f- just what I was yeah. saying. But most of my favorite episodes on the top five were most of them were in season two. Right, and that, yeah, that's what surprised that's, all yeah. of us, because I always joke around about how slow season two was, and the farm, and Herschel, and the barn, and this. But all of our favorite episodes kind of gravitated towards season two, and yeah. I guess maybe the early stuff in season one. Like I think one of you said Vatos, or whatever. A couple of you guys said that. So yeah. I think it was one episode in season one so um, yeah well you got nebraska in that season you got uh, 18 right. miles out in that season yeah. uh, everything comes to a head with shane i mean so, so I that was it, was it was good i mean if i have to think you know off the top of my head without actually going back and doing a full rewatch i'd have to say season two for me i think why i'm so fond of season one and probably need to go back and rewatch some stuff um is other than shane not dying and uh, the whole thing at the CDC, it pretty much followed frame by frame of that first graphic novel. <laughs> so I thought, I, you know, so I think that might be kind of why, because I really, really love the first six issues of this series. So um, that could be it. I you guess... guys don't know how much I love uh, Scott Wilson as Herschel. I mean, he was one of my oh, favorites. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Especially as he evolved, for me, I think Scott Wilson really came into the character. He turned oh, into something yeah. more three-dimensional, especially given the various changes they do make versus the novel, which is not something I've been judging it by. It's like, okay, there's this and there's this. But, uh, yeah, no, I was... I don't have time to like go back and watch all these other seasons, but at the same time, I was like, well, that was a, that was a solid... There's some... There is some bad stuff in that season, <laughs> but I do. It's for the most part. It's like, oh, this is a solid six episode. See, like I watched that pretty quickly. That was nice. It's done. And yeah, season two. There are. I mean, it, Craig, like you mentioned, there was we, we. There was a lot of joking and a lot of kind of like you put the spotlight on two as like the like the stepchild or something, as if it did something horrible. And it's like there's a lot of good stuff in the second season. And, but watching one again, I think with Frank Darabont's involvement, I. I really, you know, seeing what he did with the first season makes me really lean towards Darabont as far as this guy seemed to have a lot of ideas of what he wanted to do, and yeah. he just did not give him the budget to do it, which is why things were. I mean, if there's an issue to talk about with season two, I don't think it's Darabont's fault. I think it was, there's other things going on, which has been reflected on various articles you've read about the lawsuits and what have you going on. So. And then, you know, three, it wasn't so bad either with the governor storyline. I mean, we had we all had our problems with some of that and how it ended, right. but I mean, well, see, it was like, pretty from, interesting. I mean, you know. See, See, after two, then it becomes that's why it became difficult because I think every three, four, five, six, seven, I think all of them have half a season that's really good and half that's not as good. 
Mm-hmm. So like like three, I think the first half is really solid. Four, I think, has a really solid, if, think, if I'm remembering it right, ha- second half of the season. Like there, it just keeps kind of going around that way. So right. that's why that's why it was difficult for me. It's like, well, I like half of these seasons a lot. Then, but then like it's hard for me to say this is my favorite because the other half is not as good. So it's. But Aaron, yeah, which is your favorite season of Fear the Walking Dead? I mean, this season by default, it's only gotten. <laughs> I mean, it's. I, I wouldn't say it's quite splitting hairs, but I mean. There's there's not a huge degree of difference between them, so but I would yeah. say this one, I it's it's but it's been the I most. I thought you would say hashtag passages, but okay. Well, that's a that's passage. passage. Yeah. You didn't yeah. say webisodes, and those technically were aired during The Walking Dead, not Fear the Walking Dead, right? Mm-hmm. They were they were, yeah. Sadly, the no. passages episodes, which were Emmy nominated, did not win Emmys this past. No, season. no. But they were nominated. It's as opposed it's to a hard. <laughs> I think pacing has been the been the biggest villain for all the Walking Dead shows. Yep. Every I, now and then, I, well, probably the, pacing has been the issue for most TV. Um, that's been like more than you know the average, you know, more than ten episodes. Even it can be well, a problem sometimes. It can so, be an issue. Like it, sometimes it comes back. I, I think showrunners have problems with it too. This is like what boggles my mind, though. You're right. You're 100% right, because, you know, they have 16 episodes, right? And they're actually neatly divided up into 8 and 8. It's not like they're doing 26 episodes like they did back in the 80s and 90s. Like, that was a television season. I mean, that's a lot of episodes to produce. They're only making 16. So, you think they'd be able to control the pace a little bit tighter. Like, ramp it up, ramp it up, ramp it up. You know, actually build it up through through serialized episodes. But you're right. They have a they struggle with it. They have a problem. They'll, they'll take one step forward, ramp up the action three steps backward with an episode called Minotaur, which has no th- nothing to do with the Minotaur. Right, Aaron? Right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, with fear, I think there's other issues as well. It's not, uh, the, the oh, pacing's yeah. one thing, but there's other problems that kind of plague the series. That's it. I'm excited to talk about this week's episode because I like this a lot more than last week. No, I did too. <laughs> You're right. La, La Serpiente, uh, directed by Joseph Waladka and written by Mark Richard and Lauren Signorino. So, guys, any initial thoughts on this one? La Serpiente. Like I said, I, I really... I mean, I'm not going to say it's my you know favorite episode, but at the, at the same time, I think this is a, especially that we'll talk about the opening. But like the first 20 minutes of this episode are some of the best stuff Fear the Walking has ever done. Um, and as a whole, I, what I think I like the most is that it's a very closed off episode. We're not going back to see like Nick and everybody on the farm. We're focused specifically on Madison and Strand and um, oh, what's his face? Um, Strand. Walker, Straight, no, Daniel. Walker, 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 yeah. Yeah. Walker, and and of course, uh, um, Daniel. Yeah. So I mean, it's it has a focus that I really admired this week, as opposed to kind of scattering itself all around the place. So I, uh, yeah, that's that's what I took in the most. I think it's a frustrating episode too. Yes. I, like I, oh yeah, there's I, problems. I, yeah. yeah. I find myself watching it, and I didn't, I, I didn't, I wasn't bored with it or anything. But I, I, I'm watching it, and I'm thinking about how people are watching it who are on the fence especially and I can see them being throwing things at the TV for this episode <laughs> because it feels like like it you know you come back and already it feels it, it just feels like it, it like things you thought were going to happen or it just didn't like you, you know like they build through something and then it just it's like it sizzles out like, well, it just well, like the, oh it sizzles 
Well, like, like we're saying about the main Walking Dead show, you know, it's 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 a mix. You know, we get good episodes, yeah. we get bad episodes. Right. We uh, we have characters and actors that are incredibly strong, like Coleman Domingo as Victor Strand or Ruben Blades as you know Daniel Salazar. I mean, really interesting characters. And, and you know, and Kim Dickens as Madison Clark. You know, I mean, he's really like been, you know, the, of course the linchpin of everything. But I think in this episode, at least their motives were clearer. Than mm-hmm. some of the other ones, like some of the motivations that we've seen so far in this ep- in this season, really haven't been all that clear. Like you know, Nick Nick getting locked up for trying to you know a lot of lot, we have a lot of head scratching moments in those first two episodes, mm-hmm. and I think at least here at least the goal is more clearly defined for them, and they have to work together. You know, even though it's Walker and Madison and and, and Strand, um, you know, to get the water, and at least you know the goal is more defined. It seemed like they had a. A clearer direction than the last couple episodes, you know. Yeah, not she only, kind of revert. Go ahead, John, um, go ahead. Not, not, not only am I very unimpressed with this episode, mind you, there were a few character movement, a little bit of development here and there, but for the most part, I mean, I have to say, I could tell you exactly when this episode lost me, and I'm not sure, Aaron, if this was before or after the first 20 minutes that, that you you hail on this, but um, I've only had my ears for about 45 years, so I could be talking out of turn here, but I'm pretty damn sure that a diesel engine scraping through wrecked cars is a hell of a lot louder than a beeping garage door door opener or whatever the hell that was but it was magical wow. it was magical it, I, didn't, I didn't know we we're gonna get to this so soon but dude that is like number one on my list to talk yes. about here yes. <laughs> that, yeah. so that's 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 right at the beginning no doubt yeah. I, yeah. you want me to suspend disbelief that yeah. much but listen listen it's strands beeper that thing came off the abigail straight okay that's it's some subsonic dog whistle like thing Darryl that he said. invented for walkers okay come on like daryl said it's magic that's what I was about to say because <laughs> I liked watching him do it. Like it, you know, I was so happy to see him I have was some of his to explode. I thought it was like a little. No, I knew what he was doing. I was... or something. I'm like, I... that's it. It beeps. Yeah, I knew what he was doing, but I I knew it was that. It, it made me cringe because I said, "There's no way you're gonna scrape through a car." But I was just so happy to see Strand have some to have some of his backbone back and some I of his smoothness agree. back. That it was like I overlooked it, but I still sat there going, "Oh man, people are gonna call bullshit on this part <laughs> because it's ridiculous that they're sitting there like almost dancing to this keychain, you know, sound <laughs> garage opener while we're driving this giant water while truck. they're just scraping <laughs> this thing after car after car, and it's like they shouldn't have put that in front of it. They should have just left it like open field, have him have his moment of being cool." Like he or like he almost planned it that way, like it was going to be that smooth, and then just drive off. It, it I didn't mean, need to have it. You wouldn't see something that lame on an episode of Scooby Doo, let alone Walking Dead. I, I, they didn't need it. They didn't need to add that to add tension. They didn't need that tension because we're going to get enough of it when he's in the tunnels and he seems lost. Like we we got enough of that for that. We didn't need. Right. Um, we didn't. We didn't need the the you know the extra. Thing, attention on it. I wonder if they ran out of money because, I mean, in the the Walking Dead, I mean, I think they would just plow through those walkers. It wasn't that many of them. Right. They were in a no. truck. It had a grate, like an armored grate on the nose of the truck. I they could have easily just barreled through the 20 or 25 walkers that were there. We've seen Abraham do it, right, with the fire truck. I mean, yeah. it seems like they just ran out of money and said, all right, why don't you have Strand throw this little beeper out the window and yeah, we'll, we'll see what happens and it'll save some money. They can just walk over I'm there. I'm curious <laughs> if it's two things, though. If it's, I wonder if they're trying to be like, we 
we've kind of beaten down Strand a little bit. Let's have him get a little, you know, get get just just a little bit of of, of his confidence back. Or was it a little bit of both? Like they had no Monday, they, they had a shortage of budget, and they had that's to, fine. Right. But don't I don't, I don't it's think a it's callback, a, it's isn't not, it's, it? It's, yeah, I don't think it's a callback to when he had the car. It's a beeper from the car. I mean, it calls back yeah. to with the Jaguar. The car yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's 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 that mixed with I think just you know a jukebox Fonzie moment. I think it's a, it's all about the character. <laughs> it's right. I mean, I understand the kind of quibbles with suspension of disbelief or whatnot. And we can save that for the comments to see how hard you think we're coming down on this kind of thing. But I didn't mind it just because I I was happier seeing Strand be Strand like right. exactly was over so- over over considering you know how much noise is going and I don't know how to zombies maybe maybe there is some kind of weird frequency going off that thing that Strand tapped into or maybe like you know a big truck driving around is just normal noise for a zombie so they don't care as much as something like that I don't know but like I'm if it if it shows me Strand being as cool as fuck as Strand again right. like I'm happy seeing that like, over yeah. what I've been it- seeing. That's kind of the point I was kind of talking around before. It's like when these characters are like showing off who they are and like being themselves, being in character, you know, it's interesting. And then other times they don't seem so much, you know, mm-hmm. but at least this one, everyone seemed true to form. Now it's like Daniel's like falling back a little bit. I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa where'd you go? You had a revelation, like you, you, you know, like you, you almost, you had a catharsis about your life, and it's like he's dealing with some stuff. He's got a daughter I, coming I, back I into his grave. Like, I thought he was ready. Like I thought when he, you know, I thought that this would, he was more confident in in dealing with his past. I'm in this. wait and see mode on Daniel. I'll see where yeah. things go with him before I make any right. extreme judgments. <laughs> So let's uh, let's jump into it now. Again, this um, this synopsis is taken right off the AMC website. So if it sounds if I miss something of importance, please stop me, guys. I'm traveling still. I'm actually still out of town. I'm uh, I'm mobile, uh, as Bane would say. So uh, just kind of bear with me here. So. Yes, let's go mobile. Madison, Strand, and Walker drive to the dam in the water tanker. And this, this is actually a musical montage that begins right here. It's actually a pretty cool one. I don't mind the musical montages on The Walking Dead or Fear the Walking Dead. They've all been fairly okay. Um, they encounter a herd of infected. Strand throws a beeping alarm out the window to draw the mass of walkers away from the road. I guess we've, we've spoken around that enough. Yeah. Allowing the truck to pass unharmed. And it was smooth, man. I'm sorry. It was uh, smooth. It was smooth. Madison, we yeah. We could have put a little James Bond horn blast after him. That would have made it better. They'll save that for when Daniel parachutes off the dam and the Mexican flag <laughs> comes up. At the- <laughs> it's Abigail Industries technology, all right? He's got special technology oh, from that man. boat. He took it before it burned, all right? Exactly. <laughs> so Madison, Strand, and Walker pull into a gated parking lot. Strand pushes a car aside to reveal a sewage grate. Walker does not like the idea of heading underground, but Madison reassures him this is the fastest way. The group descends into the tunnels. Again, yeah, Walker is I, just a. Di- oh, I'm sorry, go ahead. I, I'm sorry, I was just going I like all of this. I what I and what I like about it, this whole scene that follows is that it's completely rooted in the characters. Where Walker's not trusting Strand. Strand's all about going the easiest way possible, and Madison's just like, we got to do this. Like, and it just the way and the way it escalates from there. I just think it really works. I, I like I like where uh, this is going as a cold open. Yeah, Wa- Walker has just been like punked. His 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 whole standing as the cool dude, you know, that has everything in control. Mm-hmm. Is done. Now he's just a hater. He's just he cannot stand strength. Stra- and the way that Madison looks to him, like it's you could tell it. Like he gives the, the actor gives off that he it annoys him 
tremendously how this dude is. Like he's just waiting for him to make a mistake. And that in mind, what I while I've I think something we've lacked of Coleman Domingo as Strand is that he hasn't been around a lot of people. Like he's been around Daniel, but what he does best is interaction with the others. Like he and Madison have great chemistry, which is mm-hmm. why I think a, a, lot, a lot of people were con- not concerned. Where uh, clearly they were seeing something between those two while um, Cliff Kurt was um, not Chris, that's his son. Travis was tra- while Travis was you know out away. You're like, well, Coleman Domingo has a lot of chemistry with Kim Dickens, and like I think that works with all of the characters you're next with, whether they like him or not. I think that's right. that's Strand at his best because he's interacting with people, and mm-hmm. it seems like the writers know how to tap into that best, where they can show Strand being the Strand kind of personality he has and play that off of others that are not like him. I mean, obviously, he's still not 100% Strand yet because if, oh, we, yeah. if we rewind <laughs> it, like he had everybody wrapped around his finger, the army guards oh, yeah. at the oh, prison. Yeah. He had Nick. He had, he was so smooth when he was in that suit. Right. He led them to his house. He, I mean, now he's like oh, still off his game. Everybody hates him. Everybody calls him a snake. Walker inherently doesn't like this guy. Daniel doesn't like this guy. It's like nobody likes this guy. He's like, the, he went to that bazaar, and they ended up wanting to kill him right away. He ended up owing a lot of money somehow to, to, the, to the Proctor guy. It's like, I, I don't know. He's just really off his game. I want him to get back to being like where he's a con man, where people maybe believe right. him at first until he, until he screws you. You know, like that. That's kind of what I want to see. Hey man, strand got a strand. You know. Yeah. <laughs> so the group descends into the tunnels. A strand leads Madison and Walker through sewage tunnels, but appears to lose his way. I guess he appears to lose his way. Strand tells Madison and Walker that he's looking for a symbol that Proctor scouts use to mark the tunnel that leads them to the dam. Walker but decides. Like, yeah. One part of this, I like how he he kind of gets vulnerable with Madison about it. Like he's like, I, it's it's almost like he he broke down. I like how he kind of slowly breaks down. Like I really don't know. Like I am lost. He's right. Like he said, tells Madison that he's right. I don't know what I'm looking for. Him and Madison together, I, I they're great. Like Madison is less annoying, even when they write her annoying. She is less annoying when she's with him strained. in the frame. Yeah, and and the the symbiotic relationship that they have with each other because when he faltered. She was ready, and then he was able to figure it out again. Like that's the stuff I like with you know not having Strand in this group in this mix. It it this just shows me how much I missed it too. Like when Aaron was talking about, it, I really missed it. Like I because I really enjoyed these these scenes. And it seems like they've said on the Talking Dead a few times and some of the behind the scenes, like like Coleman Domingo and, and Dickens, they've become really good friends off the yeah. camera. Yeah. Like they, you, those two are like best buds. It. Yeah. So it, it comes through a little bit maybe in, in their in their scenes together. Yeah. They get bored. They I remember the interviews with them is those two actors are ones who spoke about getting bored and making up their own stories and plot lines sometimes. Mm-hmm. So there's they're, they're the similar, and probably because they're, they're probably one of the be, you know two of the best uh, with Daniel as well. The actors, the actor that plays Daniel, they're like the best actors there, like the strongest actors there. And I think it's because they need something, you know, like they need work. You have to, they need a scene, and they need to, they like, uh, you know, bouncing off of other 
characters and i think that's why we like watching them so much for sure like i mean kim dickens is, she's been in a lot of films and television over the, oh yeah that past several decades a lot Two, of a couple a couple too. decades and um, and yeah, colvin domingo he's a stage guy so like they're yeah, yeah. they're you they're, they're used to kind of having character work to draw from mm -hmm. and i mean there's there are there are other talented actors on the show of course but a lot oh, of them are, sure, you know, sure. they're they're, yeah. they're younger or whatnot or right, they're right. not as experienced or they're Frankly, just the kind of actors that appear on well, TV shows. I mean, so it's that are level. I mean, any any ensemble, there's always some actors that are just stronger. They've been doing it longer. They're just, you know, they're just a little bit. They're level ahead. You know, level a uh, level above some of the other actors. Not meaning they're bad, just meaning that they're just that good. So Walker decides to head back to the surface and leaves them. I guess there would be Madison and Strand. Strand yeah. tells Madison that Daniel's at the dam, but that Daniel's angry with him for misleading him on Ophelia's whereabouts. Strand breathes a sigh of relief when Madison informs him that actually Ophelia is okay and she's safe at the what? ranch. Right. As they head down, together. it all comes together. And as soon as yeah. she says that, uh, Daniel, see, uh, not Daniel, um, Strand makes a comment or something. He says, "Oh, in the darkness, there's light prevails or whatever." He yes. he made he made some kind of prophetic. BS comment, and suddenly they head down the tunnel and they run into, um, they see the symbol that they're looking for. I guess right. right, right. Uh, yeah. So then, obviously, they, they, then they see some walkers heading their way. They're they're being chased by some by a group of walkers. Um, again, Strand finds the symbol and points out the pipe that leads them to the dam. So mm -hmm. they find Walker now. Walker kind of came back with them. I guess whatever after leaving them for three minutes. Um, Strand points them through the right tunnel. Hi, I'm going to leave for about five minutes. Yeah. You two can have an intimate character moment, and then I'll be right back. Okay. I, I have a question for it. Did anybody else during this portion have Morgan Freeman narrating in his in your head who crawled through a river of? Sh Madison and, and Strand the did the best side. they could to get through all the sludge and the dead that they encountered. <laughs> nothing could prepare football field. Nothing could yeah. prepare them for the amount of viscosity that involved chopping up of a vilaka. Another hashtag Darabont here. Here we go, right? The Shawshank callback. I know, it right? Sure did. It has a little bit of Shawshank. It had a little bit of uh, Morpheus. When he starts talking like Morpheus again. Wait, he, he wait, that, what do you mean? What do you mean? Uh, you're making me smile without him. Strand does where he's like, <laughs> it's his moment. Like, he, and he starts talking, he starts talking prophetic. He starts like, channeling Morpheus. Like, oh, <laughs> I was just waiting for the signal. Like, this is all, the, like, it's, it's, he doesn't hit preacher mode yet, but he'll, he'll, but he, like, he did the symbol. Like, when he saw this, when she said Daniel was, uh, when she um, <laughs> said that Ophelia was alive. He did it. He, he he put the Morpheus glasses on, and he was like, oh, the lights are shining. And and all through the episodes, he's been doing a little bit of that, warning yeah. them about what's to come. <laughs> like, he's been throwing little little tidbits of, this is not going to go right. You know, like, this is breaking down. They're telling people little things here and there. Right. Do you believe right. it now, Trinity? Almost, Do you believe it? Do you see it? Yeah, yeah. It's almost like he's just seen it. All. <laughs> like, he knows already. It's almost like he knows already. It could be annoying to other to other people because they're, you know, trying to figure everything out. Oh, it kind of makes me wish that they would make breaking the fourth wall a thing in this show because, like, when he delivers those little lines, you just want him to, like, at the last second, eyes shift to the camera, smile, and a little yeah. glean off of his teeth. Oh, I would love it if he did it like Frank, and um, uh, if he talked to the to us, the audience, like Frank like House of Cards and, and House of Cards. <laughs> I would, oh yeah, I would lose my, sh I would lose my sh if he did that. 
He said, thought they had me, didn't you? And then he does a little wink or something like that. I would love it. Maybe like a dream sequence episode, he could do that. Maybe he'll like, yeah, maybe they would. Yeah, that would be pretty it. funny. Yeah. Why is Daryl Taylor not writing these episodes? <laughs> they don't pay enough, as I've seen. So as uh, they crawl to their destination, mainly the dam, they, they run into an infected blocking the way. Madison of kills course. the infected with a hatchet and then hacks its body into pieces to unplug the pipe. But as she does so, um, blocked up sewage is released and gushes over them. This is what yeah. I'm talking about as far as the whole... I, I think this, like, beyond the... I mean, it helps that there's, like, character moments within all this, regardless of Walker conveniently being away for a bit. But I think the way this is filmed is so effective. Like, all just the journey through the sewer is like it has its level of tension because there are walkers everywhere and they're in the dark so there could be walkers around the, which there are eventually there are walkers down there but then you have this like this, this this thing lodged in a sewer and the teamwork they have to use where they're yeah. like chopping it and then chopping the arm and they got to pull the arm like it just it all worked as far as like this is this is what a zombie show on television mm-hmm. is gonna, like and not and i normally i'd be like you know i'm not about the zombie stuff as much about the character stuff but somehow the show's like you know what we're gonna do both at the same time and they did it pretty effectively and they talk it through. I, I like how they talk it through because he's like, "Well, we can." It's a you know, Madison says we can just kill that guy. We got this. And he was like, "No, because there might be more in the darkness that we can't see." Uh huh. There's no argument with them. Like they work together, so it was like, "Oh, okay." And and we know it. Like it it also kind of lets us know the predicament they're in, even though we can see it. But it's not annoying when Strand talks it over. You know, like talks it through. I think the best thing, the, my favorite thing about how, and this is a pretty disgusting scene, you know, with the, with the way they deal <laughs> yes, with, with everything. Yes, that's pretty pretty over the top, even oh. for you know a, a zombie fan like me. But it, first of all, it reminded me very much of the the fat guy in the well, I think, from season three. Yeah, bloated. Yeah. He was like felt yeah. wet and bloated, yeah. and yeah, yeah, exactly. And then the same problem they had deal. To, the second part that I really enjoyed was like the actual the practicality, like the practical right. problem. I mean, it's a logistical problem. It's not, you know, yeah. I mean, we have to get through here. Logistically, how do we do that? Well, we, you know, cut them into small bits and pass it back as if they're in a, a buffet line or something. Yeah, like, I want cursive. Strand at the, I want Strand back at the ranch because I need him to be smacking some sense into these people because they all have dumb pills at the ranch right now. Oh, there's chaos I, waiting I for them sense. when they get back. Their little drive off I, into I, the sunset at the end of this. It's like, yeah, tomorrow I just you're going to call them out. You, you yeah, want Strand to say, "Come on, Alicia, step out of it. Step out yeah, of it, Alicia. Come on, come, come on, Nick. Totally, stop with the nonsense. Let's go. Come on." I, I totally need Strand to start, you know, like to start telling people about <laughs> themselves, man. I need it. I need it because they're nuts right now at the ranch. They're not making any sense to me. <laughs> uh, so next scene Daniel Efrain and the injured Everardo race down the road in a water tanker with an angry mob in pursuit Daniel attempts to shoot at the mob but Efrain orders him to stop so obviously I'm just going to pause right here for a second obviously mm. obviously their uh, philosophy of giving away the water for free really is not working here it's creating more more panic no. than, than ever she is making the worst mistake. What I don't get though is like I know this is the this is so far the second half has been everyone is making dumb mistakes, right? And we and we just know it. You got this guy. You you asked him to stay, right? You asked him to be like your your security dude, but he's telling you he knows what people do when they're in fear, right? Of of, of things. He's warning you, and you don't listen. Like things they already hit you with rocks. They've already attacked. You know, did little things here and there, and her need, her not, you know, just her 
this belief that all of a sudden, you know, the sun is going to rain down and, 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 you know, people will get a sense of peace and they'll be all right with everything just is so crazy to me because she's seen how bad it is there. Like, she's been through this already. She's seen how bad it is. He keeps trying to warn her. I'm ready to be like, you should have killed the preacher back then because the stupidity of him. Yeah. Of telling her constantly, like, you're going to get everybody killed. You know, if you keep doing it the way... And we know this. We know what's coming. That's what's annoying. It's like, All right. So here's the question. Dante was a thug, right, that ran the... He extorted the, the right. villagers that came to his dam for water. Okay. So now right. you're her. She's a good Samaritan, a good human. Mm-hmm. She wants to share the resources. But obviously she's having trouble doing that. How would you do it? How, how would you do this where, you, where would... the, the villagers aren't coming after you? I would keep it that we would have to have a force of people. We would have to have an army still. I, I would still have recruit people to to have Daniel have recruit people to to have security. You just can't come up and just get water when you think you're going to get water. And I'm sorry, <laughs> but if you challenge, if you start to attack, you get shot. I'm sorry because if you don't do that, they know that you're weak. They're poaching her. Like he knows. Like Daniel's trying to tell her. They're they're poaching to see how far they can go. But I would and tell you, I would tell you, Emperor Daryl, the same thing that Madison tells her. You have a whole damn lake. <laughs> yes, <laughs> you have a whole lake. I, yeah, I agree. I agree. Open it up. Okay. Give everybody the water. Why not? But well, they made a the, comment that it would evaporate or something like that. They feel like it, it go down the river. Right. That it, yeah, the, the dam is the safest way to keep it or something. They made a comment because they don't know when it's going to rain again. They don't. You right. know, like they don't. It's, they don't right. have it's a not. Guarantee. It's not situation normal out here. I mean, you, right. you got to yeah, have a little bit. Of, yeah, it's but you have to kind of you have to apply some enforcement in order to create some kind of sturdy level to. of civilization. Yeah, you have. What's stopping I mean, these people from coming around the other side of the lake, though? Like that's what right that boats and stuff, Daniel's yeah, with, with their that's, giant straws and that, that's what <laughs> Daniel's <laughs> right. Straws, right. sure they figure out two liter bottles. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well let me let me continue on here. We can we can keep critiquing this. Daniel's group reaches the dam and shuts the gate behind them. Efrain uh, admonishes Daniel for shooting at the crowd. Daniel sees something or someone emerging from the pipe, and it's Strand. And I love when he's I love when he sees <laughs> yeah. Strand. He goes, "Son of a bitch!" In Spanish, he goes, <laughs> <laughs> "I'm like, you know him. what he's thinking? Motherfucker keeps living." He smiles though, like he smiles almost, like he wants to shoot him, but he smiles like you <laughs> son of a bitch, like that. It's Strand, Madison, and Walker. Madison tells Daniel that Ophelia is alive and that Walker s- saved her in the desert. And she tells them that they've come for the water. And she's got her hands up, and she's trying to, like, you know, talk Daniel down from shooting them, I guess. I don't but know. He... It, didn't look, it didn't look to you like after he noticed, like, he shoots him, he sees it's Victor, like he was getting ready to shoot him again, and then he saw Madison? It yeah. Close. Like he was about to shoot okay. him. Oh, yeah. But, but I don't know if he's going to kill him or not. I thought he would just maybe, like, wound him or something, shoot him in the leg or whatever. You know, like, I don't think he, I don't know if he'd kill him. I don't know. It's like a love-hate well, thing with I those mean... two. I know, shoot, I said shoot him. I, didn't, I don't know if he'll kill him. I, I don't know if he'll get to you he'll try to kill him. But he would shoot him. Just for his own he, he take a Strand would take a bullet. He'd take a bullet, right, yeah. Right, right. <laughs> so can da- take it. Can take it. Daniel takes Madison groups, uh, Madison's group to Lola's office. They wait outside as Daniel speaks to Lola privately for a moment. Madison assures Walker Daniel will help them. Madison asks Lola for water in exchange for resources such as cattle and or guns, ammunition. 
Lola refuses to make a deal and orders Madison to leave the next morning. Now, I'm going to stop right there. Obviously, AMC did, mm-hmm. not, did not put the little spin on it that I detected. So, guys, here we go again. I mean, what, what, what's with this overt kind of, you know, I, I want to see racism again. What, what is this? Okay, so they're Mexican. I'm not going to trade mm-hmm. with the white people. You know, the Indians are – it's come on, man. This is if, – if somebody comes to you during the apocalypse and says, I'm going to give you 500 guns – I don't care what color your skin is. Let's let's deal, man. Let's let's do it. No, I'm I can't help you. I'm not having a conversation. Listen, I'm not. She, I, like it, 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 it drives me nuts because I'm not having conversations with mobs, like the mobs outside. You cannot. Be, you have to come from a, a sense of strength. She know, like she knows this because when she had to deal with her supervisor, if you could call him that, the thugs that Dante. was running it, she came at him with a sense of authority even when she didn't have anything to back it up with but she knew she had to do that right because they only respect that and it's like now you forget that like just because they're gone doesn't mean people will act right you know like you're you're he can't and i like i don't understand why is daniel there if you don't want his if you you know what he is you know what he does you know what he's done and if you don't want those skill sets why do you keep him there then? Why do you say you still want him there? If you you're basically taking all of his, you're taking a a, a dog, a protective dog, like like an attack dog. You're basically just taking the teeth out, to everything out that he he needs to protect you, and you're still saying protect me. Doesn't make any sense. I don't know. Did you guys pick up on that too, or did it? I mean, did it make a difference in the end? Obviously, oh, no, she admits no, why. No, I mean, I, I agree with Daryl. I was. Yeah. It's just like this is yeah. just stir stirring up trouble. We don't need it right now. <laughs> yeah, we don't. So later that oh. night, Lola asks Daniel if he's planning to go live with Ophelia. Daniel vows to fulfill his promise to Lola by staying at the dam. He believes Ophelia is better off without him. Walker tells Strand that he intends to kick Madison, Alicia, Nick, and the ranchers off the ranch, since Madison has ruined any chance they had of to replenish their water supply. So he's really twisted now. Like, Walker has gone from, like, a smiley Indian companion to now he's, like, really angry. He says, okay, you want to laugh it up, Strand? Laugh it up. Your your friends, they're going to be kicked off my ranch as soon as we get back. He was pretty serious about this, and he stormed out of the place. Yeah, Yeah, Walker is weird to me, too, because in one minute, again, he's, like, the wise uh, person who is trying to get justice and he got justice and now you know you know that you're what's out there you know what you're going to need people to survive this thing and then it and he flips to just a bully again like he go he starts flipping to a bully mode and i, I don't know what i don't know what's going on my issue with the with what I mean, because that's this is i don't want to say the entire weak point of the episode but my issue with the kind of the handling of walker was what i was po- pointing to in the first half of the season where I was really intrigued by what this kind of setup between the um, the farm and Walker and his people was going to be, and I was hoping there'd be more, you know, development to kind of get us ready for this ongoing, you know, battle between the two. And instead, it just kind of rushed through it. And so now we have the result here: we have a character that we're supposed to be kind of with, ostensibly, but it's hard to get a grasp on it when they're trying to feed you so many different like kind of layers of this character at the same time so it's hard to get a grasp on walker when i really want to i like because i do think that's a cool idea for you know this part of the season if we're, we're past the border stuff and now we're just in this straight like the fear of the walking dead still seems to want to delve into these kind of d- diversity themes well it's like let's let's do a better job at that but it's not really 
clicking as much as I wanted to. They just hit you over the head with it, which is just so annoying. It's like you know they could they could have been more subtle about it. You know they just they basically hit you on the head. It's almost like they want to say, okay, uh, see what happens even when you change the 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 racial component, and but you put them in the same situation, they become the same bully, almost. You know they do the same same terrible things that the other group did, and they didn't. Because the other group was going out killing people that weren't wh- that weren't white, so it's Crazy. like I don't like it's like how you, I don't know. it's like I don't know. Do you real? I mean, do you really realize what they were doing? Like, if you understand what you were doing, you know what Madison these people that she's been protecting they were murdering people that were not white. Right. I mean, yeah, Troy, it's, Troy's it's, gang. I mean, Troy's, uh, Troy's. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, it, and I know people knew what was going. You know, you knew there were rumors. You can't be in that town and not and not hear the rumors because the soldiers were living in the houses with the families. You, they, they get, the word had to get out. But you guys, you guys talked last week about the idea of maybe they had a plot line of Olivia where they might have backed off of what seemed to be the intention. And I'm curious. Mm-hmm. I'm curious if there was any kind yeah. of similar things going on with how far they're going with um troy and his activities versus where they are now because that seems yeah. like a, seems like a moot point at this point even though we're all very aware how we were introduced to troy which is why i'm very you know but troy's the bad one right i'm not saying that yeah yeah, yeah troy yeah, jake is jake yeah. is the good one and yeah. troy is i'm the continually bad one. annoyed by troy being alive because it's like this seems like a character that should have died right away yeah uh, not just spoon in the eye but just like shot in the face because like this guy was doing like experiments on people that were not white <laughs> because yeah. they're zombies now and they keep yeah. glossing over that that drives yeah. me nuts that's what i'm saying it's a yes so like week it. after week he provides every single excuse he needs to be killed off but he's right. not, and he's not interesting as a character to me either. Nope. Like it's not like it's not like he's this like this you know maniacal villain that I can't you know I, I can't help but love to hate. He's not you know, for lack of a better villain. He's not Negan. So, no. so it's like no. it's not like I'm not enjoying his presence. Just like why are you still here? Like there's no like where's Rick? Like <laughs> Rick would get out of get you out of here right away. Yes, shot, shot in the face with the python. Done. Oh, you'd be like, done. You'd be done. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It he was a, a danger. So, Madison speaks privately to Lola and correctly guesses that Lola fears reprisal from her people if she gives water to the gringos. And again, they just hit you on the head with that one. Mm-hmm. Lola offers to let Madison and her family live and work at the dam, however, since she's friendly and she knows Daniel and, you know, she's trying to offer her at least something. Um, Strand helps Efrain treat Everardo's wound. Efrain criticizes Daniel for attacking the people. And actually, before I go on, didn't Strand announce himself as he was a doctor in a previous life? I'm like, yes. So he yeah. just said, I'm a con man who played a doctor in a previous camp. He should have said it like that, right? Right. right. <laughs> Not a previous life. Um, who he believes, uh, let's see, he says that the, the people are merely thirsty and Efrain is trying to say that the people are good, and Daniel's trying to think that they're bad, and he he's rejecting Daniel's belief that they're plotting to overtake the dam. And Strand says, "Look, man, I mean, Daniel knows what's what. He knows what what's happening mm-hmm. here, and you got to be you, you may not agree with him, but you should at least trust him." Well, he straight up said, "Even even if Daniel is a you say he's a bad man, that doesn't mean he's wrong, though." That's what exactly what he said. That's exactly yeah. what he said. You may not think you don't agree with him, but he he could be right. At least got to right. leave leave that option open. And and if Efrain just wants to let the water just open the dam and let it all run down the river and evaporate in five minutes, and that's it. Let, let the people have the water, and that's it. And let God decide. He said. He right. Said, let God decide. Yep. And Daniel. 
yeah, Daniel thanks Walker for saving Ophelia and asks what she does at the ranch. So they kind of have a sit down. Daniel actually approaches Walker, who was sitting down and eating a meal. Yeah, this was crazy to me too, with Walker. I'm like, what kind of duty? I don't understand you. He was co- he was so cool about it though. Like he's yeah. like he's like no, she she she's one of my people and she's she's a hero amongst my people and um, you know and, and Daniel picks up on that. He goes, what do you what do you mean she's a hero? What, 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 what exactly does that mean? And Walker says, no no, she's a soldier. And he's like, I didn't raise her to be a soldier. And then Walker explains that she poisoned their enemies and saved many lives. And Daniel says, oh yeah, by taking others. Would so, you tell the father of the girl? Because, mind you, he's also supposed to kind of be in some kind of relationship with her, right? I don't know. Some weird relationship. Kind of, yeah. If you say you care about her so much, would you tell her father without letting her tell her father that you basically sent her in the camp and she murdered a bunch of people? I mean, if he didn't didn't tell him, I'm sure Madison would have. Yeah, but right. I mean, so but are you? But would that be your thing? Would that be the conversation you'd want to have with that dude? With with her, that you supposedly she's your people now, right? You're supposed to be yeah. But this guy has such pride in himself that Mm. I don't think that he sees anything. I get pride, but there's also respect for the father, the patriarch, right? But I don't of the family. I think he sees it as a prideful thing that her father I don't know it's 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 strange it really is because he doesn't know her father I don't unless Madison told him I, maybe she did and then that then it's a moot point then he maybe he would think well he's a killer too so he must he'll understand why she did what she did it's if that's the case then I'm totally wrong but if they she never had this conversation it's just weird that he jumped to tell him the whole thing like I can see if he said some of it and didn't throw all of that in there that she helped to squash the beef that we were having and left it at that. But Yeah, I mean, he could have. I, I, I think Madison would have told him the truth, though, in five minutes anyway. Yeah, you, your daughter, basically, she's a killer now. You know, she killed half the people in the camp, half the militia. Yeah, I can see her doing it. I mean, so I think, I think Walker rationalized it, and he's very, as Chubb said, very proud of his tribe and proud of her as, as, a, as a warrior, someone that he reclaimed from death. I mean, she was really near death, and he, he saved her life, and... I think I think he was just expressing the pride that he has in her to her father, and one warrior to another. And I think it was actually it's actually a pretty cool scene. I know it's a little, like you said, a crazy, but I mean, it, I, I don't, I didn't, I didn't see it out of character for Walker. I mean, this is more well, maybe the Walker I, I want to see. Walker. Maybe that's because I don't know which. Well, Walker he changes. He goes from like you said, the bully to the to the insightful, you know, yeah. Indian chief to the the warrior Indian. Now it's like yeah, they keep they keep spinning the wheel as far as we get with Walker. Yeah, it's weird. It's weird. So Lola picks a neighborhood for the next water distribution run. Uh, Daniel worries that the area is too hostile, but Lola argues that giving the residents water will help avoid further resentment. Lola insists the people will eventually appreciate what she is doing, but Daniel fears he lacks the guns to protect her from those who are disgruntled. There is a clear divide between them on how the dam should be operated, but Daniel does eventually comply. Strand carefully watches... Lola's crew prepare a tanker for the water run. Daniel senses that Strand is plotting something, and this is great. I love when he walks up to him and says, "I, I see you. I see your, your your serpent brain thinking of thinking of crazy ideas. I love it. I love right. these two right. together." Um, they like Archie and Meathead now. Totally, like, it's totally or, or yeah. Any any odd couple <laughs> you want, reference you want to yeah. make or yeah, yeah. It, it, 
totally. So Daniel senses that he's plotting something and offers to look the other way if his scheme benefits them both. Now, Strand knows exactly what Daniel wants. I mean, he, they didn't even have to say it. Nope. And, and, and then even... What, what, what did... What did, what did um, Daniel do when he walked away? He was humming "Death to the Queen of the Water" or something like that in Spanish, yeah, right? He was. Like, yeah. So he's almost like planting the seed to to tell Strand what to do and how to, you know. Which I don't get. Did Strand actually arrange the angry townspeople to come just at that moment? Like, is that was that part of his plan? I, I didn't really understand that I part. I think he was just more like little fingering around, like, like yeah, maybe like <laughs> taking advantage of the situation to best his ability and like putting a little, you know, sewing little. Like I was saying at the beginning of the show, he's sewing these little idioms like "heavy," you know, hangs the head that wears the crown to like Lola right. and stuff, like getting into her head and trying to mess him with her. Then what happened? What happens at the end of the episode? I mean, it's the payoff for that. But I think he's just kind of he's taking advantage of a great of a. The people were already unruly, I think, you know, from the preacher and everything. But I think that um, he's like like Strand does. He takes you know advantage of a situation as best he can. Right, and he let him know he's like. No matter what, she's my daughter. You know, so you know say, that. You're saying the preacher. Which preacher do you mean? I'm sorry. I uh, meant, I'm sorry. I was thinking. I'm thinking about something else. You know, okay. Cut that out. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm like, are we talking about preacher? Do we, we switch no, shows no, here? No. I don't know. I, no. <laughs> I thought it was like that preacher from last season. Like, yeah, because that. Right. No, I'm so, sorry. I got conflated. I got conflated there. No, 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 no. I know what you but it, it, it got me thinking. Like, no, because I think th I those people were dead. Jesse yeah. Too. I thought you meant Jesse. Yeah. Did Jesse? <laughs> it, was a, it was a cameo. It's a, a cameo. Cross-promotional cameo. So Walker leaves the dam and warns Madison that he's kicking out the ranchers. He basically says, "I'm out. Your people are done. You, I'll let you walk out of there. But beyond that, we're taking this ranch. You people are out. You blew my chance. You gave away all my gold for, for nothing for this pipe dream of this water. We're not going to get. Forget it. I'm out of here." And he starts to hit the road. Right. Yeah. Daniel tells Madison that he plans to stay at the dam to protect Lola. Okay. Madison joins Strand at the gate to head back to the ranch, empty-handed. Strand tells Madison to stay away from the water tanker. She's about to walk towards the tanker, and he's like, no, 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 stay back. So obviously we knew he wired it to, to explode oh, at that moment. Yeah. Moments later it explodes, blowing open the gate. Infected flood inside. Lola's men kill the infected with the help uh, from Madison and Strand. And, and this is something also, too, a little bit strange. Like Strand just did this little, he tied a knot or something with the with the gate, with the, uh, with the the chain. Well, that was actually mm -hmm. earlier in the episode he did that. This one, it was the, the other men protected him, but... So is that what you can do? Just tie a tie a knot in a chain and it holds back the walkers. Okay, that's cool. I like that. Has <laughs> strand special skills for you. Oh, that's right. So Daniel hears an angry mob approaching the breached gate. Lola still doesn't believe the people would revolt against her until they see an angry mob approaching and they're and they're shouting down with the water queen. So I get the strand arrange all that. I don't, I don't know. It's just interesting how they all magically appeared as soon as the truck blew up. But I don't know. Well, I mean, we I, saw the well, we see the scene before strand even arrives. That like you know how tense uh, it is and how everything's already at a boiling point. I mean, you and know, Daniel like, had told it too. Remember yeah, Daniel, Daniel was saying there. Yeah. yeah. So maybe Daniel arranged it. So maybe Daniel arranged the townspeople to come, and strand took care of the truck. Okay, that could have been it then. I don't know how they. I mean, they just happen to be coming towards the gate just when the truck explodes. Like it didn't make sense to me. Could but now, neck, yeah, could it? Maybe he sent word that we're weak at a certain point, and you know, like he he sent out rumor that if you come to this part, right, of the, right, of the, the, of the, 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 the trucks being loaded at this time or something right, or whatever, right, yeah, right. and they they come get it, yeah. 
So, again, they're shouting down with the Water Queen. Uh, Lola's crew secures the gate as the riders arrive. Lola retreats back to the dam. In her office, Lola asks Daniel how many guns and munitions they will need to protect the dam. So finally she's seeing she's seeing reason here. Mm-hmm. Daniel writes down a number. Madison looks at the number and agrees to provide them with the required armaments in exchange for 10,000 gallons of water a week until the rains come. Madison suggests they make the first trade in five days at the old bazaar, the trading post in Mexicali. Lola also demands that Ophelia show up at the next exchange, obviously to put Daniel's head on straight. Right. He, she knows he's he's all over the place without Ophelia here. Daniel sends off Madison and Strand in a water tanker provided by Lola. As they drive back to the ranch, Strand admits he rigged the explosion. I mean, obviously Madison pieced it together, but you know. Yeah. He, he said he, he saw it in the movie, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he saw it in the movie. I was like, what, what did he see in the movie? Yeah, some spark or something. He said, I don't know. It was a spark or right. whatever. Please, Strand. So Madison and Strand spot Walker on the road. He's walking down the road. They stop, and what does Madison say? Hey, you thirsty? <laughs> <laughs> and he had to grin. Had but, to that, grin. but that's the thing. So he went from crazy bully that mm-hmm. was going to murder her family, basically, to, okay, I'll get in with you. You got, you got the water? Okay. And he smiles and gets in, like, all cheery, and they just drive off together, and the and the musical montage continues. Just just very odd. Yeah. It did. And that's the end of the episode. Wow. Wow. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what I like about this again is that it didn't feel like I was sitting there for like 17 hours watching one episode of Fear the Walking Dead. So that was a That's plus true. For me. This one this one moved. Yeah, this one actually yeah, it felt it, good. It moved. Yeah. Like it, it has some issues here or there, but even, you know, after the what's obviously the more exciting opening, you know, with the action and what have you, even the stuff with Daniel and whatnot, I was still interested in as I was watching it. Stuff happened. That's for sure. <laughs> stuff happened. You're right. It, it did. So we'll get to our very own Toby ratings in just a moment. But before we do, let's get a quick word from our sponsor. Um, Jim, would you take it away, please? Sure. Our sponsor is uh, uh, DCBService.com. Uh, also, their uh, their sister and or brother site, depending on, I don't know, I guess websites are gender neutral. Uh, InStockTrades.com. <laughs> uh, DCB Service is a great place to get all, if you're into uh the Walking Dead, uh, and I imagine you would be since you're listening to this, uh, you can find all kinds of stuff, not only the graphic novels from which The Walking Dead is derived, but also toys and games and T-shirts and hoodies and uh, all kinds of fun stuff. And uh, you're going to find it at an excellent price. Um, and plus, you're dealing with people and not like the giant uh, faceless corporations like Amazon or whatnot, you know, something... You want to change an order, you need to custom make an order, you need to change an order halfway through a month, or uh, something goes wrong with your order, you're dealing with good people who are going to make it right and uh, and give you great service, and you're getting even better prices. I don't know if you guys heard about this, but the Watchmen universe is bleeding into the DC universe, and uh, this uh, new series, Doomsday Clock, that is available at, uh, at DCB Service right now uh, for half off in pre-order. How's that yeah. going? I don't know. Okay. Oh, I love it. <laughs> we're, about to, we're about to metal issue two, and I love it. Uh, I'm seeing a lot of really to- cool tours. All of this Harley Quinn maquette, if you're a, friend, uh, a fan of the Harley Quinn, uh, based on a DC cover girl's uh, painting. Uh, s- looking at 65% off, $85 at DCVS. You'll find better prices than you do on Amazon. You'll have better service than you do on Amazon. You can uh, order ahead of time in the previous catalog if you want comics or toys that you are know, know are coming out. Holiday season is fast approaching, my friends. Get yeah. something cool for the geek in your life. Uh, yeah. I mean, you you, want... there's some figures out for the Game of Thrones fans. 
there, there's a bunch of uh, a set of uh, minifigures uh, that's for $134 for Christmas. I mean, if you have, if you know any fans of, of Game of Thrones or they're mega fans, I mean, that's a cute little little thing you can buy for them. They have um, the best of the Walking Dead magazine with interviews with the staff and with the, the writers and everything else. Uh, they have a lot of really cool Walking Dead merch. Uh, something that I got for a couple people last Christmas that, was, that I really enjoyed, the Walking Dead uh, coloring book. Mm. The black, really? The black and white art of the comic uh, put into a coloring book uh, size format. It's a little bigger and uh, super funny and, and fun. You know, uh, adult, adult coloring was uh, very big last year, but... Um, it's I don't know. great. It's, I have one. Yeah, it's like a super cool uh, gift for a Walking Dead fan who maybe hasn't read the comics, but like you know w- would appreciate something from that universe. Do you use um, crayons or colored pencils? What do you? What do you do? Whatever you want, markers. I, I um, use markers. pencils. Pencils, okay. Yeah. yeah. Huh. So um, yeah. I mean, if you want, if you want to uh, spend less on your geeky items and you want to deal with like real people and not a giant mega corporation uh, that's questionable, pra- questionable practices at best. Uh, definitely go to DCB service, give them your business. It's well worth it. And you will get a great deal and great stuff in return. And we thank them very much for their sponsorship. Excellent. Thank you, Jim, as always. And yeah, it's a great sponsor. They make it possible for us to bring you the walking dead TV podcast every single episode. So here we go, guys, Toby ratings, uh, Aaron, start with you, sir. This is tricky because last week I was like, I think kinder than I could have been, really, because I we don't need to get into it. You, uh, no, 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 no. See, well, he had the highest rating last week of any. Right, and you, oh, but you weren't true. with us though, because here's the thing: we, we kind of like had group therapy and we talked ourselves almost down a bit. Like we we shared how bad this episode really was. I think that, that's what happens sometimes. Usually, we we could talk ourselves up. I think last week we talked ourselves down, and you just was, weren't part I of the was conversation down to begin with. Man. Oh, were you? Okay, I don't know. I, <laughs> well, I do think like the first half was a trash fire, and then the second half like redeemed it. So I think that's why ultimately it was higher. Okay. So this one, I guess I'll still I'll go three point five. Like I like it overall more than last week's both episodes, but like I mean three point five Toby's is still. I mean it's not a four in my eyes, but I think like the the first part of it is really strong as far as just sewer action sequence involving zombies so like 3.5 uh toby's is fine for me i'd say i think there's some good stuff i think there is there's good acting moments i think i i am interested in seeing where things go now that strand is kind of more back in the picture and to see what kind of where that's going to take us next like i compared to not being interested in where the series is going which has been the case for a number of times on the show i'm happy that i'm at least concerned with how things are going to play out even with the various issues that still seem to play good okay that's cool richard this thing is a turd I give, it, <laughs> I give it two out of five, and it's lucky to even get that. I There were like one or two little good moments, character moments in this episode, but all in all, I was bored. I really, I, I mean, it. every scene seemed to telegraph exactly what was going to happen. It was, it, I don't know, I just, I didn't enjoy it at all. Um, ridiculous scenes like the whole diesel engine over the beeper thing and (laughs) i just can't get past that i can't you know i try i suspend a lot of disbelief for these zombie shows as it is but no i don't know two (laughs) two gotcha 
Daryl. I want to walk behind yeah. this episode, ringing a bell, going shame, 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 because it's terrible. <laughs> We're talking about well, fear, not the Orville, right? Is that the <laughs> wow. No, Richard likes the Orville, right? Like, Come on. Well, yeah. I have I have not seen the new episode yet, so we'll see. Yeah. I like the pilot, though. I'd rather watch a show about Orville Redenbacher. It's good oh, popcorn, wow. man. It's good stuff. Too, because he, I bet, I bet, I bet that guy was it's a bit so crazy. In his if they bet, it really needs to be a buddy comedy between Orville Redenbacher and Colonel Sanders. I think they'd have like a blast together. Yeah. They're well, cops. That's, <laughs> that's actually that's, that's, that's that should be the name of the show. They're cops! Exclamation <laughs> points! Wow! Wow! Uh, I, Here's the I, check. <laughs> I can't get like it, it's 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 yeah. This is a difficult one to rate because um, I didn't hate it, but it was so many problems with it. But I liked that first uh, half of it a lot, um, so I I, ha- I have to give it like I could give it more than probably a two point five. Like I didn't hate it enough to give it like a two or one or something like that. But because I, I did love those Shran and 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 Madison. Uh, scenes I did so uh, I'll have to give it that okay Jim well last week I gave it a 2 because uh, I just found that interminable uh, that 2 hours of Walking Dead or Fear the Walking Dead uh, so I'm going to do something I rarely do I'm going to break out the quarter fractions because I'm going to go 2.25 because this was a little better than last week and I want to show that improvement in my score but, but not, not a half fraction it's got to be a quarter I, and you yeah, never I, do, I, I've never to, heard I, you do this in all these years Jim I've yeah, never heard you I've do never done it. You, in fact it. you have ridiculed people that have used the quarter fraction okay wow. you go you, you go you might as well have a scale to 10 at that point right no you no no use eighth if you want or third no, no, okay, <laughs> thirds. Okay, I'm, I'm eating my words from before because I want to show the slightest improvement I possibly can. <laughs> Between yeah. the two episodes, so. the show is tearing us apart. Two point two five. All right, I, you know, I, I was a little bit better. I felt a little bit more like Aaron did on this one. I, I, I overlooked a lot of the the logistical problems this episode. I did like the scenes in the sewer. Um, they they seemed very gritty. They seemed like they filled that sewer up with a lot of crap and a lot of mud, and you kind of felt like you were right there. Um, kind of white there. We, we, yeah, we've seen the, the sewer show. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no kidding. We've seen the sewer scenes before. Like I know there was one with Glenn and um, oh no, right. actually Maggie and Aaron last season in um, on, on The Walking Dead, and it was cool. I mean, we, we've seen this type of thing before. Even in the pilot, there was a little sewer thing with Glenn walked down there. But I mean, it was the way they shot it was pretty cool. I liked it. I liked the the, the, the zombie that was stuck in there. So for for that sake, it brought it to a I would say a three for me. Um, the other problems I was able to overlook. I did like Strand becoming more like Strand. Walker's a little bit unbalanced, but Daniel seems pretty. He seems pretty badass. He's still kind of walking that line, but I still I, li- I like where he is right now. Like he's he's dressing cooler. He's got that little jacket now. Like you know, he's, mm-hmm. his hair is slicked back. He's got the beard. He's kind of you yeah. know he's kind of coming into his own. He doesn't look, look, look like a, like a haggard barber anymore. He's more you know he's he's kind of he's 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 in his full soldier mode now or whatever or, or, or commandant mode or whatever whatever you want to call it. I, I kind of like it. I mean I like where it's going. Um, hopefully it will pick up, but I think we can now see. That since we're eleven episodes in, why they decided to change the showrunner of the show? Like they gave this guy three seasons, and they're like, dude, come on, these characters are all over the place. The ratings are falling down. You can easily see now why they decided to make the change. Like this is this is about the point where AMC saw the show and said, okay, enough's enough. We're, probably, we're pulling the plug. 
probably fair for me to point out that I do grade this on like a curve. Like I have tried to match this against other Fear the Walking Dead episodes. And if we go back to some of these previous shows, if you guys are giving these episodes twos, I mean, there's some higher scores on the previous, you know, first season, second season that I I just don't think reflect the the quality by comparison. That's why I'm fairly higher. I think we're still, you know, falsely giving ourselves hope at that point. We now all realize that we have gone down the drain with the bloated zombies and everything else. And I guess the only thing <laughs> I can no say hope. is I don't f- around with my Toby ratings, guys. I know what I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> um, did you know this about the ratings? Have you, have you looked at the ratings at all? I've been watching no. them, and they've kind of leveled off. But what, what, did, what have you seen? I mean, I look at the Wikipedia. Uh, I'm saying an article right yeah. now that's saying the series has hit a series low this week with 2.14 million viewers. Uh, really? Now, down, See, from I don't... Last, down from last week's 2.4 million viewers. That's still pretty respectable for... This show hits a disastrous low every week. Well, let's it's just... good for to, the channel, though. To compensate, or to, to compare, uh, Fear the Walking Dead premiered with 10 million viewers. Yeah. Episode 1 had 10.13 million viewers. You're right. And then... Episode 2 bad. went down to 8. So that 2 million viewers tuned out between episodes 1 and 2. <laughs> But now we're at, we usually average like 2 million viewers a show, and now you're right, it's down to 2.4. That was as episode 8. The, the ratings haven't come in yet for episode 9, 10, or 11 just yet. So you're, what he's seeing may be fresh. I don't I know. Saying, this, is, this is from today. Yeah. This okay. Is, it's 2.14 million viewers for the lowest. Now, lowest rate that's low. That's has low. AMC confirmed, are they, I mean, I know that they're getting rid of the showrunner, but have they already greenlit? They're coming back for four. They, can, think they, so. they greenlit yeah. four before three. Yeah, yeah. remember? Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I was just thinking that I couldn't they're, remember. They're in the in the in the uh, in the in the basket here for. But they're not the doing show. the show. They're not doing it a lot of service. They could have really hyped it up more too. But I don't think people even realize it's back on the air right now. I, in some I, cases. I disagree. I mean, I've been, I've been uh, watching, I was watching uh, Preacher and every like all the other AMC shows that are constantly like blaring. You fear the what? I see that they were doing their part. Okay. Side all right. that, you can only polish a turd for so long before you realize it's still a turd and i and i know uh, uh friends of mine who don't watch fear the walking dead at all knew that it was still it was on yeah that's, that's, so it's they, like background noise to them they they know not to watch it they know okay, AMC's, yeah amc's done their job they're doing what they yeah. can and because they cut a good trailer for these shows like it yep, it, yep. it looks exciting to watch and whatnot but you know it's all over the place it's all over the apps too it's it's all People you know, know every other come- show yeah, yeah. wow Wow, real shame. All right, well, let's see what our viewers had, to, our listeners had to think about this. So, as always, folks, you can uh, leave your very own Toby ratings for Fear the Walking Dead uh, for those of you watching, or The Walking Dead, we call them Buster ratings, and you can leave them on our Facebook page, and you get to hear them read by the the baritone sounds <laughs> of Mr. Jim Dietz every week. So, Jim, please, would you read what our listeners had to say this week about La Serpiente? I'm the, I'm the Carl Castle of the Walking Dead TV podcast. Uh, we did have a few comments this week. Uh, Johnny Stower wrote in, "Ugh, okay, one point seven five out of WTF AMC WTF of five. Wow. Okay, okay. I've stuck up for the show this year. I've been hopeful, hopeful. But seriously, what WTF was tonight? A uh, little beeper garage door opener distracts zombies over a damn diesel engine and ramming exactly. into parked cars. Exactly. Um, since when did metal water containers become bulletproof?" And Daniel wanting to see Ophelia for the whole season, then he finds out where she is, and he doesn't want to see her because she thinks he's dead. <laughs> what a piss poor performance on on Exxon. Uh No wonder he got canned. Yo. 
Okay, Johnny. Thanks for uh, you know. Don't don't hold back next time. Let us know how wow. you really feel. <laughs> uh, Mike Glicksman, two bloated sewer zombies in a scene that goes nowhere. Ho hum. Uh, Chuck Mess, I was a fool to think this show would turn a corner. Uh, this show has been garbage since day one, with a few moments of potential. I'll only watch that show so I can enjoy this. One of my favorite friggin' podcasts, friggin' buttheads. Oh, right. Tobias rating, one. Well, thank you, Chuck. We appreciate <laughs> and that. that. Mm-hmm. comes from a guy named Mess. And I want to just mention to everybody who, who listens to the podcast who doesn't watch the show, thank you. <laughs> yeah, seriously. I, I, th- I think we have more people listening than actually watch the show. I think they, they just want to hear our synopsis, and then they're somewhat connected to the show, and they like hearing us, and, and that's it. So, hey, more power to you. I, yeah, I, if, yeah. If they, yeah, thank you. Exactly. That's all I could say. You're 100% right. Jim, is that it? Is that, no, is that no, all the, okay. okay. Uh, Good. I had to uh, pause for the cause there. Uh, Rob Cook, uh, two magic beepers out of five, marginally better than the one-two sucker punch of awfulness last week, but not by much. You know, if AMC is listening, these could all go on the back of the Blu-ray box. Okay. Uh, firstly, <laughs> Walker is distracted by a beeper, but not a massive truck pushing cars out of the way. Okay. Did enjoy the zombie drain plug. Daniel, not too bothered about his daughter, seemed pretty off-character, but that's business as usual for this show. Finally, it seems Madison actually fixed something and got the water. Disaster is therefore just around the corner. Uh, Richard Chopper Cherry Charrington, 3.5 not as crap as the waste in the tunnels out of 5. I actually thought it was quite an improvement over last week and actually enjoyed it. Uh, seemed to be the only one so far. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Michael Santana, three. Andy Dufresne didn't have it so bad out of five. <laughs> uh, the beeping key fob that was louder and more distracting than a semi truck had me rolling my eyes, but the drama that ensued made up for it. I'm still interested to see where the season ends, but I'm sure it will involve the ranch slash huge herd of walkers slash destruction and Madison walking out of it, although severely damaged emotionally, but alive. Is it October 22nd yet? Damn. That's my birthday, by the way. Happy and, birthday. Uh, October 22nd will be, so AMC got me a present. Uh, Tammy Heisley uh, is the last one we have this week. I thought this week was it. I thought this, we'll find out. Well, I thought this week was a huge improvement from last week. Not perfect, but they actually got a few smiles out of me. A solid three. And if you would like to uh, let us know how you feel uh, about the uh, fear of the walking dead, and by all means, let it all hang out because everybody else does, then please join the Walking Dead TV podcast Facebook group. It's on the Facebook. You made it for a bit. And you could, uh, you know, write in, and we'll read them on the air, as we always do. Excellent, Jim. Thank you so much, for, as always, for reading that. Um, I don't know if you guys got a chance to see next week's preview. It's called Brothers Keeper. It's next week's yeah. episode, and, and uh-huh. they make it pretty clear that Troy is coming back. Just, just saying. Spoiler alert. Okay, he's yeah. he's back. He's all over the trailer for next week. We so. all like we all. Know. Oh, all new. All waiting for this to happen. I mean, they couldn't even push it to the end of the season. They gotta have him come back right away and cause more trouble. It's yeah. like maybe yeah, he'll get in a car accident and die. Maybe that'll be good. That's a Chris joke. Yeah. <laughs> 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 that would. would I, oh God. Actually, I still hate Chris more. Now that you mention it, though, everybody uh, hates Chris as we yeah, are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 That show man, that was everybody. <laughs> hey, like, Troy needs to die, but Chris needs to die a lot more. I mean, let, let's oh, just let's just be real God. here. Let's keep it real. Well, right? you Come hate on. him so much that he dies off camera. <laughs> that's 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 pretty telling when you kill your character off off screen. It just, he needed to go. He needed to go. Yeah, that, Tro- that, Troy needs to go too, a... but you know, yeah. 
Is he still on ABC's uh, Agents of Warehouses and Cardboard Box? No, Talks? he's gone. He's done. They don't need him. He was they killed on, him like, off there too. Huh? Episodes, like for five minutes at a pop. Like he could have did that show. Ghost Riders into this. The, he could have did that show, and he could have did this show, and it would have been nothing. Like he was on that show so short amount of time, there was no. There was just an excuse they let him use. It's like we will, we're firing you, but we'll let you say you retired. Right, and he cut his hair and everything for that show. He was all yeah. slick and back and everything. For yeah, he's gone. He's done. Agents of warehouses. Yeah. Like, wow. So anyway, speaking of four episodes, actually, there's only four more episodes of, yeah. of Fear coming up. I mean, you got uh, next week, the first, the eighth, and then there's two on the fifteenth. So if, I know it's grueling for you guys out there, but um, I'm I, look, I'm still hopeful. Maybe this thing will turn around. Maybe next episode it will kick in the gear. I'm being, I'm being optimistic. What do we think we'll see, though? You think we'll see a, uh, a Daniel, Ophelia, killer team together? Uh, I think Troy, Troy's going to be in it somehow. Troy, you know what's going to happen? I'll tell you what's going to happen. Troy's going to kill Ophelia. That's what's going to happen. You think that's okay. going to? Oh the yeah! As, as soon as Daniel, as soon as Daniel comes there, she she will die in his arms. Okay, <laughs> and, and Troy, and he'll be the one to blow away Troy. That that that's what'll happen, or something something to that effect. You're probably right. You know, and then I Daniel mean, will go all. He'll he'll that little part of him will snap. He'll snap. He'll snap. And then and it'd be him just killing everybody. I know this though with the new showrunner Gimple. I mean, and he's not big for action. He just he likes to throw it in small doses and then let you choke on it for the rest of the season. <laughs> they they will next season, season four. I can tell you they they're gonna do a lot to revamp this show. I think they're gonna really not reboot it, but they're I gonna hope so. they're gonna invigorate it. You, I, I know it's coming. I can just tell you right now because he can do it. Gimple Gimple can do it. Like with the Terminus. That thing wrapped up. That was great. The prison right. thing. He can throw you the action. He doesn't like to. He'll do it though. You know, he'll give it to you. But then, then, then he reverts back to his experimental kind of slow stuff. You know, where he right. kind of is, the character stories. But I, I'm, I'm looking forward to a listener playing back that clip of you ensuring everyone that Gimple's going to bring this thing around, and then us continuing to hate Fear the Walking Dead. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that funny? Is that funny? So there's no, there's no. So basically, this show is doomed. There's nothing. There's nothing we can do about it. I'm just saying, I'm not agreeing with this. I'm not going along with this narrative. So what do you think? I'll take it as I'll take it as it comes and see what happens. Like, well, you're, you're, you're like a 1.8 million, and then we're gonna talk about it. You're like. You can bring it around. You can bring it around the second half. Second half. We can bring second, it yeah, the, the back eight. The back eight. The front eight didn't do it. The back yeah, eight yeah, will do it. Right? Yeah. Eight. They got to write the half first. Now they can really do things. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Get those three bad seasons out of the way first. Oh, uh, right, get right. to the good one. You know? season, right. season five, guys. We had to wear out the contracts with a few people, but season Come five. Come on, they got it. But it, 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 about it's it, a rebuilding all season. Successful shows have three first three seasons all the successful ones that's you true know, but on. you know what I, that's I, not I, that is not <laughs> interesting <laughs> but you know what i think maybe maybe what's um madis is gonna lose a kid because her whole she has to because all of this has been she's done everything supposedly for her kids right, right. she has to pay a price she hasn't really paid a price yet well, so, so leaving like, Troy alive is going to cost her one of her kids. You think? I, I could see her daughter getting killed. I could see her daughter Just have to lose an entire kid. I mean, Rick's like his kids lost an eye, part of a liver, some of That's his body. Point. Like he lost a, a lot of stuff about dying. Alicia and Nick, one or both of them has got to die. They I don't think Nick will die because they they're so stuck. Like if you hear the the producers, Nick is like they think Nick is the greatest character on this show. 
So yeah. I don't. And, and it, he, that storyline with, with his girlfriend isn't wrapped up either. So no, I don't think they're, so, they're going to do anything with that. Yeah, with Luciana. But I can see them killing the do- uh, killing his sister though. I think the only one who's real locked to die is Troy. To be honest. No, I think it's Ophelia. Ophelia's done. I mean, she has to pay for what she did anyway. She's gonna she's gonna get she's gonna die. That's it. There's no way. Or around. maybe they go. Or maybe they kill both. Yeah, because I mean, I can't see them showing what they had, you know, Troy doing back there, you know, earlier in the in the storyline, and just let him get away unpunished. You know? Oh no, Troy's dead too. Yeah, yeah. it's Ophelia then Troy. It's gonna be because that, if uh, he kills, if he kills more than one, like if he kills, um, if he kills, uh, what's her name? What's the, what's the sister's name? Alicia. Alicia, you had to. You got Jake's. That's Jake's girlfriend, right? See, killing. It's on more than one level. Cain and Abel. Here we go. Right, yeah. right, right. Then you got Madison losing her when she even said to her, "I'm not a favorite." Like it's just you and you and uh, what you call it, Nick. I'm I'm out of the circle. Like I'm not I'm not the favorite of you. Kids. That would be the best way too, Daryl. Because in that way, she'll reflect on why did I let him live when oh she should have killed him last week. Well, him and Nick. I mean, her and Nick could have some type of. They have to deal with that. Like they have to, they have to hold that weight of knowing it's probably their fault. I honestly won't be surprised if they show up back at the ranch next week and Alicia's already dead because she spilled the whole water secret thing. Uh I don't, I don't know. I mean, she uh, she was trying to help them at the end. I mean, she was digging the hole. Yeah, stuff she and... dies. It'll be the the mortar, the mortar, the the mortar. I'm trying to say mortar. The martyr uh, thing where yep. she dies. The mur- murder shed. Murder shed. Yeah, she, she, right she dies. This guy's murder shed on his mind. <laughs> I am looking at it. I am looking I at it. I was going to say, you got, you're out back. You must be looking right at it right now. Because <laughs> she dies for peace. Because that dumb thing where she was just digging a hole and then that made everybody say, no, drop your weapons, everyone. Let's dig together as a group. That was like, pathetic. Like, yeah. what was the point? Like, I wonder if she'll die, you know, like, if that'll be her thing, like, you know, to stop the, the, the pe- you know, stop the fighting or whatever. She gets killed, and and they all have to deal with that. I don't think she's done yet. They still have a ways to go with her character. I, I think she's actually gotten better as an actress, or at least as a character to me. She has. So, I don't I don't think she's done yet. I think she's got more to go. Many, but it's losing as many people as they lost. I mean... You, you, you say to yourself, you might have to shake it up a little bit. Well, if we lose Ophelia and possibly Troy, and then possibly that's not even much t- of a shakeup though, if you lose Ophelia, I mean, if well, she was already in that. Like, she's already she's outside. already gone for half the season right. anyway, right? Yeah, right. She, was already, yeah, left, yeah. We, she was already left for dead. <laughs> she was already left. That's an easy. That's an easy out. Like, I mean, if you take one of Madison's kids, that's a, you know, that's a this is a different deal. Could be. Could be. I don't know. That they'll save it for next season when they ramp it up. <laughs> That's what they'll right. do. Yeah, right. <laughs> really uh, unpredictable. Well what's gonna happen is they're gonna they're gonna capture them, right? And they're gonna have them all sit around a campfire. And it's gonna be one of them one of the uh the, the guys are gonna hold a bat and they're gonna be walking around a circle. Eeny meaning and he's gonna say eeny meeny mining and then it's gonna cut. Hey, and then it's gonna cut, and then we're gonna have to wait to see who dies. If they did that, what would happen? I, I don't know. I think the ratings would probably be the same. I don't think it would even help, right? It's already it's already too late. I mean, it's Damn possible. It. I think I, I think the only thing they could do besides a reboot is to bring them to join the other cast, or at least a member or two, and just have them traverse the country, time warp, and then be with Rick's group, and then that's it. It's done. Oh, Strand with Rick's Strand group would for be sure. great. 
Strand, right? Strand would work so well in that group, man. That that's how they end it. That would be it. It just they end the show and they they found a plane or some or some kind of train or right. some long distance bus that would make it cross country and decided to head to DC and, and here you go. Welcome aboard. I just want to see a Strand spinoff, kind of like in the old Kung Fu type thing. He's just roaming the earth, you know, and just every week we see him in a new area, in a new situation with new people. You know? <laughs> like a procedural, he's helping a family every every episode. Yeah. Like, like the Incredible Hulk or uh, was it Highway to Heaven. Highway to Heaven, that's the yeah, one. Yeah, like that, yeah. like, like a Landon, right? Yeah, he's it. Touched by a Strand. <laughs> wow, there you go. It almost writes itself. It It does. It just did. Oh, man. All right, guys. Let's wrap it up. So uh, when (laughs) we're not talking Fear the Walking Dead, you know we're talking The Walking Dead. And that will be, thankfully, back within four short weeks. So just stay put. Uh, We'll be bringing that back to you. But when we're not talking the dead and zombies, we are on a bunch of other shows as well. So, Aaron, you do this whole movie critic thing, and you're you're, you're out there, and you're writing reviews. And where can our listeners find your stuff? They want to see more of Aaron. Where can they get it? You can find me talking about movies over and out now with Aaron and Abe. It's the podcast I co-host with my friend Abe. We talk about the weekly movie releases. This week we uh, talked uh, Mother, um, which was quite the film to see. Um, what else am I doing? Um, you can find my written reviews of everything I cover over at thecodazeek.com. And you can find me on Twitter at Aaron's PS4. Excellent. I also saw it, by the way. It was awesome. Seen on uh, Lifestyles of the Rich and Famous with his girlfriend, uh, I'm sure. Oh, with Anna. <laughs> you always take the best pictures, though. I mean, they, they keep getting oh, better and better. I'm That's saying. Yeah. Steven Yoon, man. He's, he's a Steve. good photographer. Every time he got rid of that, that paying job at The Walking Dead and just follows us around, it's been great. He has a good eye. He does. Richard, how about you? Um, well, there's DC TV podcast. We just wrapped up Preacher this last week, and we had a special guest, Aaron Newworth, on the show with us. It was a whole, whole bunch of fun. It was, uh, a, it was a tough get, let me tell you. Yeah, let me, oh, yeah. yeah. oh my God. <laughs> All the red tape through his publicists and managers. Yeah. Anyway, um, Disney, true. all that stuff. So. Uh, but anyway, we're getting ready to kick off a whole new season of DC shows, and I think uh, do we? We're not. I don't think we have anything this week, but it's kicking into gear soon. Excellent, Daryl. Uh, yeah, you can uh, on Twitter. You can find me at the Voice One Two Three, and you can find uh, a podcast in the network that I run that has a lot of podcasts that I'm not on, but they're very cool podcasts. Such as uh, one of the podcasts has uh, Jim, who just started this uh, amazing podcast uh, that takes the RPG and mixes it with all the those old movies that you like, like the uh, you know the action, the exploitation, fun, kind of crazy uh, '70s kind kind of movies that you like. Like it all is all in one thing. I mean, it's a, it's an amazing podcast. It's just started, so you can jump in on that, and it, and you don't even have to to be into RPG games to to enjoy it. Because I I don't play those games, but I enjoy the podcast. Oh, so thanks, it's, it's, appreciate it's an amazing you show. It. Yeah, it's like halfway between a radio play and uh, playing an yeah. RPG game based yeah. in the world of like seventies action movies and TV shows. So right, what's uh, it called? Yeah, what's that? We're waiting for the name over here. We're dying Spirit, in suspense. Yeah. Called, uh, Heavy Gigs in Seaside City, Spirit of Seventy yeah. Seven. So is the name yeah. of the game. And uh, we have, a, uh, right for instance, the characters include a uh, like a washed up wrestler who is now a private eye. We've got a uh, 
uh, a good old boy uh, stunt car driver with a death wish. Uh, we've got uh, a female arms dealer who is Fran Drescher, basically from 1975. <laughs> and uh, and my character is a uh, a rock and roll player, a rock and roll guy with a robot arm. So, uh, but it's a lot of fun. And uh, Anton runs the game, and then we turn the game into like a radio play. We put in sound effects and soundtrack, and it's been really a cool experiment. It's still evolving. I, I I'm getting a lot of good feedback on it though. It's uh, it's available on Taylor Network um, right now. Yeah, uh, also uh, with uh, Star Trek Discovery starting, uh, you can... Uh, I want in. I want in on that. I Don't know, leave me out on that one, man. I okay. Know. We are weekly now. We record, we're going to be recording every Sunday night. All right. I mean, right. I mean Fear the Walking Dead can wait. I, I can DVR that, right? So we're going to be recording fine. every Sunday night, and the show will be up every Monday morning so that we, you know, talking about the episodes. We probably did talk a little Orville, too. So that episode <laughs> is up also. Uh, um, so you can get I, get all that talk with me and JK uh, about Star Trek and, and Star Trek Discovery and and uh, and what's to come. I'll, I'll be waiting. I, 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 my Skype will be open on Sunday night JK waiting for you. Off the top of his head, but he's talking about JK Woodward, who does production art for Paramount. Yeah. He does yeah. the Mirror Broken comic book right now, which has like the Mirror Universe, uh, Picard, yeah. Picard, and the Next Generation crew. Incredible artist, works you know really closely with Star Trek. So. I yeah, love his like time lapse videos he's been putting up lately. You see him illustrating mm-hmm. stuff like uh, panels or sketches. Yeah. Like it's so cool. I mean, he's he really is a great artist. He's a oh yeah, artist, dude, he really is. I, I hear the Star Trek show is so good that they're not giving screeners to critics to. See the <laughs> <laughs> you have to pay Funny, for it. It's, it's CBS All Access. Yeah. Yes, we did. Yes, we did. That's pretty bad. Is that is that a bad sign, Aaron? When that when it happens, I don't know. Like, I don't know. I don't know how that works with TV. I can't. I can't. I'm just joshing, but I can't. I can't speak. To, I can't speak to that. Mike, compared to movies, I, I know with movies and video games and most other media, though, that's not a good sign. It's not a good sign when they don't give out uh, the media sample. That's. Funny. I mean, I, I mean, at least the show is on like a prime time TV slot during the week on regular television, right? So that's probably a good sign. Uh, so. no, it's actually not. Oh, no, it's, it's online only. 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 Is yeah, that what you're saying? right. Yeah, it's. Always- <laughs> <laughs> I got an app for that, so okay. I'll be watching it every week. Um, I think you should start a new podcast at the Murder Shed. I mean, I think you should just do that, like you know, <laughs> whatever Darryl, comes to your head, Daryl. That's it. Live at the Murder Shed. Live at the Murder Shed. Yeah, we'll do a Facebook Live. I, I honestly <laughs> hope nothing but good things for this show. It's just like I, you know, I'm not a guy that I, I, I don't have a care for Star Trek, so I'm not like watching it. But I, but you know, just hearing that there's a new Star Trek show, I would assume in my mind, like. Oh, so CBS is going to make like a primetime Star Trek show again. That's neat. And hearing just there's no screeners and it's only online is like, what's happening? Like, what's yeah. going on with this? You, you've only heard a fraction. I'm sure that there's been a lot yeah. of fan hate out there too already about stuff yeah. they've seen. And, you know, it's, and it's funny because that's been the case for every almost every Star Trek show. That that's true. Been, <laughs> getting it on the ground has been problems. No, I mean, there's been problems getting every Star Trek show off the, you know, on on track. Like, you know, Voyager had to rush. Like their thing was, they had no time, and they had to get this thing going to start this network. The UPN wanted, you know, wanted them to get it going. Enterprise, they were still trying to figure out. They wanted a Trek show, and they didn't know what direction to go into. And, <laughs> and they that had was Bacula. a mess. <laughs> and they had Vacula, and that was a mess. I mean, TNG, it was starting was everything okay. off, yeah. but. It, yeah, he was he was fine, but I mean that they had issues like behind behind the scenes. It seemed True. to be like every Trek show, 
there were, you know, there there was some, you know, issues in production. So it's like when I hear this and I read all the stuff, it's like, eh, we've been here. Eh. Like, they've done that. What was the name yeah. of that documentary about, like the Next Generation, like all Chaos the on the Bridge or something? An inconvenient yeah. truth. Yeah. Yes, it was an inconvenient <laughs> truth. Absolutely. <laughs> no, it's not right. that. One. Right. What's wrong with you? Beast of No Nation. Mm. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so it's been there. We've been there. We've done that. I mean, you know. So it's like I, I need to see the finished product before I could panic or not. Oh, we're gonna see it. Oh, believe me, it's it's coming. They they, they can't uh, hold it out forever. They're gonna be releasing it in a couple weeks. So we'll uh, twenty fourth, I think. Twenty fourth. Yeah. Is it this week coming up? Yeah, okay, online. I'll, all right. It's I'll, Sunday. We're I'll, I'll set I'll set my Sunday. Roku. Yeah, to record it. That's fine. Yeah. <laughs> oh boy. All right. Well. Listen, a lot of fun. I'm also, if you want to hear me, I'm the host of the Auto, Auto Chat Show, autochatshow.com, facebook.com slash autochatshow. Me and my co-host, Teddy, review new cars, discuss cars and pop culture, whatever else may come into our brains. We have a lot of fun doing it. Uh, last car reviewed actually was a Toyota uh, T, what was it, the Tacoma TRD Sports, a nice little pickup truck, although we didn't... Uh, didn't care for it all too much. It was a pretty, pretty interesting truck. Um, also had the Hyundai Ionic coming up as a review, the new hybrid. So a lot of cool things, uh, new car reviews coming up. Stay tuned for that, and uh, we bring it to you as as often as we can. I, so I also, I also heard that that Toyota was not giving advanced uh, copies to critics, and it only appears online. So I, right. I, I don't know. About well. You have to buy the app. Mm. <laughs> I, I, I will say this: I needed to get a chiropractor after after I, I drove that truck. It was so rough. It's just it's just a bumpy, bumpy situation, man. They make it like for off road, but when you're driving it on road, you feel like your your back's gonna break. Oh, so it's definitely yeah, yeah. It was it was not it was not comfortable. Let's just put it that way. Uh, yeah, but if you're a chiropractor, it's great. I'm sure you can sell these to everybody, and you'd have your business would go through the roof. But so anyway, all right, guys. Well, listen, who's gonna close the show tonight? <laughs> Remember, when there's no more room in hell... Oh, sorry. I always say that first for some reason. Okay. It's okay. Good. When there's no more room in hell and the dead walk the earth, remember, water, H2O, two parts hydrogen, one part oxygen, one part aggressive negotiations. Yeah.